Welcome back, episode eight of Droughtlander. And the last one of this season, well, for this season, isn't it? The last episode of this season, I mean, whatever. We've not really done it with any kind of time scale in mind, have we, more just whenever we can, <laughs> whenever we can get whenever we can get round get to into it. the same room together with a with a with a laptop and garage band up and ready. Yeah, basically. I mean, this whole thing has been an appalling shambles. <laughs> you know, the, the the podcast comes out whenever it comes out. I make an absolute ham fisted attempt of editing it on Garage Band with, by putting some I have stock to watch Scottish I have, music. I have to watch Outlander again, which obviously, you know. Maureen has to keep watching Outlander again, which she would be doing anyway <laughs> in preparation. But I can tell myself it's work. I have to watch it at all. <laughs> I've uh, enjoyed it. I've enjoyed you've it. You've enjoyed it. Can I just say, I think Jen, Jen <coughs> has enjoyed me. it more than I thought she would. Which was not at all. <laughs> so we're one, up, we're one up from there. I have enjoyed it. I've thought some of the acting's been fantastic. Um... You know, it's not a bad show. What can I say more? And it's not a bad show. I have no regrets of spending the last yeah, 13 hours of my life. <laughs> more than that, 16. 16. Jen's very good at maths. When you were on episode 15 and 16, and yet my brain still went to 13. I think that's what did it, because I'm reading that. You can't see, but there's a bit of paper that says 13 on it. Anyways. Anyway, so. We're on episode 15 and 16. Oh, my days. Now, Which I have to say, because uh, up to now it's been like a Scottish pool dark, and then now it turns into Game of some Thrones. Some sort of Game of Thrones torture porn. Um, this episode, I have to say, and, and we'll, we will go through it in, in order. And also, we should say, like, we should, because you've got to... I feel like before we go into any depth in this particular yeah, it, podcast, it, it, it deals with we are dealing issues. with very sensitive issues that so include you, rape. So you might want to switch off now. So, so if that if that is something that would upset you, and please don't don't, don't listen to this, and definitely we, don't watch episode fifteen. Yeah, and and don't. I mean, I'm assuming that you've watched the episode, so but fine. But for anyone that is not and uh, watching the show, and just for some reason listening to these two middle aged women wittering on, stop. Um, what did yeah. you say about episode 15? Well, episode 15, I really struggled with. I found it um, just um, very difficult to watch. I mean, I'm, I'm currently doing something to my face to... I said, you can't see, but the tension in my face... I'm very, I was very tense the whole time. Yeah, when I watched it the first time, I, as I said before, I actually spent a lot of the time in the hall not watching it. So, yeah. Oh. We're probably... I mean, you know it's going to be bad because within about five seconds 10 seconds uh tara mccrory gets hung and you think we're well, going to get rid of such a good actor like uh douglas henshaw it's not it doesn't bode well it doesn't bode well no at all. and jamie has a noose around his neck i mean we all know he's not going to die at this point but, but it's still tense. you know but obviously we see jamie he puts up a fight obviously that's jamie and then he's very stoic so he's looking on death very stoically he seems main concern is that he knows that claire is going to go mental about it and then who should arrive just just before he gets pushed off the edge to get hung but uh, Blackjack Randall saying stop the executions and he takes Jamie away to a dungeon he takes Jamie away to a dungeon and not because he wants to save his life but because he wants to be the one to torture him to death so there he is and meanwhile Claire of course is trying to see Jamie and you know she's got to give her for initiative she's in she's in the office of the governor making out that she's some kind of friend relative of, some friend of the family or something friend of the family and also the guy the guy in it is fraser hymes who used to be in emmerdale and uh and also doctor who and doctor who and he, that was the writer of the the novel the original novel outlander it was she saw him in in doctor who that gave her the idea of setting a a story in the highlands oh wow so it's thanks to the actor yeah well, thank goodness he, thank goodness i didn't even know thank goodness. goodness he got a bit part 
So he gets a part uh, playing the, well, an Englishman, actually. Yeah, Fletcher. Sir Fletcher. Sir Fletcher. And he's, the, I guess, the warden of the prison, is he? Yeah, and Claire's trying to get to see Jamie. She's being very clever about it, but she's obviously really upset. And he's going, no, 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 I can't let you see him. But here, have his private, have his have personal his effects, goods. Have his personal effects, which is what we normally do after we've killed, uh, you know. After, but you can have them. After the state has killed the man. And she comes out and she collapses in Murta's hands because she's very upset. Yes, she's very upset. Um... Well, you know, um, how sympathetic is Murta? He does. He lifts her up. Doesn't he tell her to calm down? No, it? no. He just, you know, he goes, uh, you know, he, he picks her up and puts her in arms. He's not going to be that emotional. He's a do a Scotsman, for God's sake. You should see what my father... I went through a glass door, right, when I was obviously an accident, and my father phoned me up, and I was very upset because I thought, you know, my hand was badly scarred and everything. He just went, oh, well. Remember, you're Scottish. Do you feel better now? And I was like, not, not really. really. No. Not really, Dad. <laughs> That's, you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got loads of these stories. <clears throat> my, my dad is great. My mum stopped talking to me and I told my father, I said, oh, you know, mum hasn't talked to me now for a year. And she said, oh, well, you just have to forget her. You can't fault the logic. You can't fault that logic. It's absolutely <laughs> right. I mean, he's he's very direct. He's very it? direct. That's I mean, where I get my directness from, yeah. Yeah. Some, some, some might say unfeeling, but direct... <laughs> Direct is also a word we can use. Um, poor Claire is devastated because, I mean, she knows that very soon Jamie's going to be... Um, hung. Hung. And, uh, but she's she's very proactive and she doesn't wait for the men to get themselves to no. together. And she's... And then, she, obviously, she comes back from the castle. She gets very annoyed because they're now in a, in a pub, in a tavern. And it looks like um, Angus and Rupert are just getting oh, drunk, drunk and playing, playing games. cards or something. And she's fuming and Murta's fuming. But it turns out they, too, have a plan. Yeah. Because they've got these guys drunk and they found out that the office, the Sir Fletcher's office, is empty for an hour, which gives Claire enough time to go in there, find the keys and the map, and presumably then go and save Jamie. Bada bim, bada boom. So, an hour is all they need. So that's what happens. She turns up at the prison. Oh, no, but in between, because it, it cuts between oh, her and Jamie. Because obviously like... you can't watch all the Jamie stuff all in once go. I don't, just be too I, much. Don't, I don't even want to cut into the Jamie bit. So basically he's in a cellar. Well, he's in a, cellar, he's in a dungeon. Uh, Black Jack arrives. And he's very... Tobias is Tobias Menzies is very good in this because he's utterly repulsive Repellent. and creepy and lizard-like and horrendous. And he's like pretending to be this, you know, like, He's very creepy, isn't he? And he's he's got oh, the petition. He's got the petition. He's, he's got drunk. He found, he's basically he's like, well, you know, don't, do you not think I d I knew about this petition sort of thing? And uh, how do you think I'm going to let this happen? And um, it he could burns been, it. It could have been me hanging from the the. You but know, it's not swinging from the thing. But it's not going to be. So he burns the petition. So then we know that Jamie was going to be free. If Jamie hadn't got into bed with this flipping da this other twat and gone on a run and got caught by the English. For being with the the watch, he would have been home free. Yeah, but it'd been a shorter shorter series. It would have been a shorter series. You're absolutely right. So anyway, Claire and Murta, of course, then bluff themselves into the castle. They're in the office. They get left alone in the office, and they're looking for a key in the map. You know, as you do. And um, and then the guy comes back, and they have to hit him in the head. This is, I mean, this is, I mean, okay, this is really unbelievable. So Claire gets the map. No, she doesn't get a match. She gets the keys and she wanders around the castle. Just knows where. Doesn't, doesn't bump into anybody. No, I don't know if you've been around castles, but they're bloody big, difficult things to get around. Doesn't bump into anybody. You think, God, GF, G4S are working for the British Absolutely. government. <laughs> <laughs> Not longer than we realised. Uh, doesn't bump into anybody. It's a, I mean, it is, she, she, she finds Jamie like a heat-seeking missile. But before she actually finds Jamie, of course, Black Jack is back um, trying to get... And says to Jamie, I will... Uh, 
give you the choice of death. You can either kill yourself or I'll slit your throat, but you've got to surrender to me. He wants Jamie to kind of surrender has to he, him. Has he hammered his hand yet? Uh, he, he then does hammer his hand because Jamie, of course, puts up, puts up a fight and then he, he hammers his hand. Oh, that bit is horrific. I know. because Jamie. He doesn't course, just hammer it once either. He does it a couple of times, I know. Oh, God, I just found that so horrific. Because Jamie, of course, refuses and refuses to give in and then tries to fight back and then they get his hand and... Uh, I mean, he can, I mean, the guy can take a lot of physical torture. So anyway, hammers his hand. The whole time I'm looking at Tobias Menzies' face and he's playing it so well. Like, I know, he is. Sadistic, kind of taking huge amount of making pleasure. Making out this kind of like, why are you making it difficult? Like, you know, that kind of thing where he's trying to blame the victim. And why are you making it difficult? Just making it pleasant for us and you're, you're causing all this trouble. Like, it's all Jamie's fault. You know, that it's very, it's yeah. very sadistic. Um, sadistic and manipulative and, and frankly unpleasant. And then for some reason he goes away and then comes back again. But anyway, he goes away. In, in between the time, of course, Claire's found Jamie like a heat-seeking missile. And um, she's trying to get him to, she's trying to get the chains off his foot, trying to get him away. But who should arrive, of course, even though he just left about a minute ago? I mean, he's only left for five minutes. <laughs> I mean, maybe he just went out to have a poo. I don't know. Who knows? But but he's Black back Jack very quickly. Um, obviously he sees that, that Claire's there and, he and you can see he does admire Jamie because he goes to Claire you know you've got a lot of gumption you're very brave you're a good you know good match for your husband I can't give you a higher compliment and then he gets his his, his oh, second command Morley and Marley creepy so, guy that just manhandles and Claire. Claire puts his hands up her skirt fair place to Claire she just stands there she stands there and, there and takes it like my in instinct would be to headbutt the guy but anyway well she, she does knee him doesn't she she knees him and she tries to get out of it uh, unfortunately, Blackjack gets her by the throat and is, is threatening to hit her over the head with a mallet. With a hammer, yeah. And this is when, of course, Jamie proves his love for Claire and what a man he is. And he goes, look, you can have me, just let her go. And I won't put up a fight. And I won't put up a fight. You know, as well, soon she... as he says that, you think, oh, God, don't say that. But, you know, this is kind of the trope that kind of they, they kind of subvert completely. Because normally you think, you know, when he said, you know, I protect you with my body, you assume it's going to be a fight, don't you? And he's actually saying, look, I will give you my body if you let the woman I love yeah. go. So, of course, this is the ultimate sacrifice. So this bit I found really, actually found, this was the hardest bit for me. So uh, Claire is devastated because she can see the sacrifice that James going to make for her. And now, then Blackjack, the sadistic bastard Randall, then says to him, well, prove it. Prove that you're, that this is, you know, that, you know, that you're going to keep your word. Takes... That bloodied, mangled hand that he's already hammered gets a nail and nails it to the and table. Nails his hand to the table in front of Claire, and then makes Jamie kiss him, and then makes Jamie snog him with tongues. I mean, it's absolutely revolting. Anyway, Claire is freed, um, but before uh, she's freed. Blackjack Randall says to her, I heard on the grapevine that you were in court and were nearly um, burnt at the stake for being a witch. She goes, yeah, I'm a witch. I'm a witch. Yeah. And I, and, then, and I know when you're going to die. Yeah. Says a few things about him, like his full name, that she couldn't where, possibly know. Where he's born. Where he's born. And a bit Darren Brown, isn't it? The day he was born and then whispers the day he's going to die. He's so... Freaked out. You would be freaked out. Freaked out by this. He pushes her... Down a, I guess, like a chute where the dead bodies go. And she lands very yeah. unceremoniously. No twisted ankle, by the way. Well, she's Andy. Well, I mean, it's like about 30 feet. I know. You'd love this in the actual book. She then has, she gets attacked by wolves and fights them off. So, which luckily got missed out of this. Oh, if we'd have added wolves into it, I'd have had to, <laughs> I'd have had to knock it on the head. So anyway, Claire's out of the prison. 
Jamie's relieved. Um, Blackjack first then starts, you know, trying to make him seem comfortable. I mean, all of this is like goes. It, I mean, this episode is it as long as the others? Because it felt two it and a half felt, hours. I know longer. it feels really long. All of this bit. The second Tobias Menzies is on my screen. It is. I know. The, it's, it's, it's like crawling. time stands still. Everything starts to go a bit slower, and I'm like, Jesus! Do, and do you what? know what is what? You know, he's he's. I mean, the thing is, what you see is when Jamie when. BGR starts, you know, at first he seems very nice, being very nice to Jamie. But this is the first and only time you see that Jamie's scared. Like, this is the first time you see fear in Jamie's face. You actually see a tear roll down his eye, roll down his cheek. And so you know the, the amount of sacrifice he's, he's to, to allow himself to be in this situation where he's, where he's, he's given up for Claire. And then uh, Blackjack tries to, well, Blackjack molests him. He's... He, you know, he, he's not responding, let's put it that way. Yeah, he he, he tries to fillet Jamie, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, and Jamie's then Jamie's like, like disgusted. Oh. And he, obviously nothing's happening down below. And he's like, you know, you better get some action going. I don't have to deal with this worm thing. And they basically buggers him. And then he goes, I'm going to get a reaction out of you one way or another. Bends him over and rapes him very forcefully and viciously um, until Jamie screams. I think that's in episode 16, actually. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is episode 16. <laughs> that is, you're right. That doesn't happen in episode 15. No, that's that, we find that out in episode 16. We episode 16, the raping doesn't happen in episode 16. Okay, fine. Well, we're still on episode 15. <laughs> this is us with notes as well. We've still got it wrong. <laughs> I mean, this is what happens when I don't have notes, because if I had notes, obviously, it'd be a lot slicker. But a lot, but a lot more boring, let's be honest. So, anyway, that doesn't happen in this episode, but the flating bit does. I'm pretty sure that bit happens. Yeah, I think you're right. That does. And then there's bits where he's like, um, uh, so so episode 15, God, can we end it? Because I can't talk about it for any longer. It's absolutely appalling. The, the bit with the hand and the torture and the knowledge that he's going to be raped, even before the rape happens, just the knowing that it's going to happen and how is it going to happen and that bit yeah, before I mean, okay, yeah, is, is awful. Yeah, so basically, yeah, all that stuff that we just said, that is episode six, whether we're not wrong. But... Um, yeah, so we see Claire. So basically, Jamie's left in the in the prison. Claire, <coughs> back in the house of a of a, a an ex admirer of Jamie's mother. Yet another one. Oh right, okay. So they they've been taken in by this guy, McCranach. McCranach, who says, and and so Claire assumes, okay, great. How many men can you spare? And he's going none. And he's like, are you out of your mind? I've got family, I've got children, and there'll if, be repercussions. And, not happening. Um, yeah. And then he finds out, she goes, look, here, take these pearls. And he recognises the pearls. Cause, oh, so who, those. Gave, who gave you these? I gave them to Ellen McKenzie. And it's like another man who was obviously madly in love. Obviously, Jamie's mother was a bit of a stunner. Well, clearly, because he says to her, I hope she thought of me when she wore them. Well, Doubtful. Unlikely, mate. So anyway, and then uh, it turns out that, that some cows, uh, Highland cattle appear. And Murta goes, I've got a plan. And that's how episode 15 ends. Oh, that's it. So we've got a plan of how they're going to get Jamie out. And we don't quite know, but we know it involves these cattle. Thank God episode 15 is over. Do you want to talk any further? No, episode, episode I, had to, I had to make no. It's, it's, I mean, what, did you, what was your view? Because I, I, we discussed this before. It's quite a horrendous watch, isn't it? I think the only thing I want to say about episode 15, if we're going to talk about it at all, now that we've gone through what happens, it's like, it's completely incongruous with everything else that I've, I I, I I just didn't know how to place that whole episode in the series. Like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, the whole of the rest of the series has been quite sort of light-hearted, you know, romantic, sort of quite ridiculous in places. 
And then this was actually really naturalistic. It was really dark. It was gritty. It was uh, just frankly awful. And I found that I, I found that really difficult to stomach. Yeah, I mean, I felt like you've, you've, you've given me something and now you've said, it, oh, it's not that, it's this. And I'm like, it what? Does, that's because, you know, I wrote, that, I wrote this article which said that I think Jamie Fraser's the bravest romantic hero of them all because it does turn that trope on its head because you assume he's going to, you know, what usually happens in these things, the guy gets caught, he gets tortured just a little bit, obviously not the face, Touch a little bit and then he gets rescued. That's what you think is going to happen. To be they, fair, they don't touch his face. No, no. I mean, why would you? Why would you? Beautiful man. But they, you don't expect this. This is not what's supposed to happen in these kind of shows. So it does turn it on its head. Yeah, it does. I found it, um, yeah, I just found it, I found it really disturbing. Mm. And may, am I, am I, I don't know if I'm alone in no, this. No, it's or, disturbing. Is it, or, if, if, or if I'm a bit of a wuss when it comes to this sort of thing. But I think there's something about, Torture and uh, and and just Tobias Mintz is absolutely um, astonishingly good at it. Yeah, because also you get the I'm feeling. I'm surprised that they didn't win any awards for that. See, this is I I'm surprised. I'm, I mean, and I'm saying this as somebody who up until now we can all agree hasn't been necessarily the hugest. You see, I th yeah, uh, I I'm surprised that neither of those guys were up for awards or they didn't win any at least. And I think, you know, if you've been on mainstream I TV... I think Tobias Menzies, he, went up for a gold, he was nominated for a Golden Globe, but neither of them were nominated for an Emmy. Uh, and I think, you know, if you've been a mainstream... And I think the problem, the reason why it doesn't get nominated is because it doesn't fit any boxes. Because what is it? Is it science fiction? Is it fantasy? Is it historical? Is it romance? And so people find it difficult to put it in a category. Because the acting is so good, and it's they've, they've done so much, you know, to go... Through. I mean, it must have been horrendous to film. They filmed it chronologically for obvious reasons. Um... I'm surprised it didn't get any awards. I, I, I think I th it must have been absolutely horrific to film for for both of them, really. Yeah. Because you know, for the actor, for Tobias Menzies to to get into that head space of of playing that, playing part, it so well, of playing it so well, you kind of have to almost remove yourself from yourself. I don't know. I mean, I'm not an actor. Because also, you get the idea that he does admire Jamie, but he admires, and but it's it's kind of like he's not doing it because it's sexual pleasure. It's doing it because he wants to emasculate him. I know, but also he kind of. I, I'm not Jamie saying, I think is the ultimate he doesn't if he can break Jamie he can break anybody exactly and it's not that he cares about Jamie but he doesn't but he he, he, he not likes is the wrong word but there's something there he admires him he does admire him yeah there, there is a there is a there is a huge a, a huge admiration and respect for Jamie which is why but the need to the like for hit for his own pleasure for his own sadistic pleasure to destroy him that the best that the, the that the highest achievement in the highest sort of climax, I suppose, sexual climax he can achieve is to break Jamie. Mm. Like there is no greater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but then I also think that it must that at the end of episode sixteen, he doesn't seem to derive a huge amount of pleasure having broken him. Like when he walks away from that scene, he doesn't look like the victor. He looks. He looks. Well, like, it's a bit of an anticlimax. You know, like you know, somebody you get that with some men who chase women. Like the, the whole thing. Is yeah, like the whole like the chase. And then when and it's then what's happened, happened, it's like the whole mm, thing is spoiled and yeah, yeah, yeah. dark and gross. Anyway, so I don't know. I well, that's episode fifteen. That's episode fifteen. And I had to persuade Jen to because you didn't really want to watch episode sixteen. No, I didn't. I thought I'm done now. But we did, and um, so episode sixteen opens, and it's it's very good. Well, it's a it's a very uh, I don't know what the word is. A striking actually... opening is that you see Jamie and oh, he's Black Jack lying on bed, and Jamie's in the same just... bed together. Jamie, like his eyes lovers. are dead. Yeah, like lovers. Jamie's eyes are dead, and uh, Black Jack gets up, and Jamie 
he basically begs uh, to kill him. To kill him. He just wants to be killed now. He just wants to be dead. And he goes like, "You owe me." Yeah, and then he just goes, and then Blackjack goes off to. There's a noise, so Blackjack goes to check out the noise. He goes, "Please," you know, he's obviously just desperate to be killed. And um, these cattle come in because Claire's left the door open handily. She'd unlocked the door at, at the back of the prison, and these cattle, Scottish cattle, come in, black, run over Blackjack, who we assume is killed at this point. I hope he's killed, but we don't know. We don't know. Oh right, Maureen's face has done that thing, which suggests he's not dead. But anyway, as far as we're concerned, we think he's dead. And uh, Dougal and Murta, not Dougal, Murta and Rupert and Angus come in, see uh, Jamie just naked on the floor in a complete state and take him away. Um, and they run, they go off with him, meet up with Claire, who looks at him and he just looks absolutely shattered. Yeah, they're in a monk's. They're in a monk's. Um, Before they get there, they're in a kind of um, in a cart, and and Jamie, oh, yeah. and he looks at Claire. He just sees Jack Randall's face, and he goes to strangle who he thinks Black Jack Randall. It's actually Claire, and he's speaking a lot of Gaelic. We don't know what he's saying. Well, I, I don't mind. We don't. Do know you might know more. No, my Gaelic doesn't go as far as that. And um, but it, obviously he's he's. He's not happy. Let's. He's very. Yeah. So he's obviously, you know, oh, in a state. Obviously in a state because he's been tortured and raped for twenty four hours. So we go back to. He goes to this abbey and to get rescued. He doesn't want to eat. Um, he doesn't want Claire touching him. And Claire's like, "Look what happened." And then we find out what we said before that he's been raped by Black Jack Randall, which we kind of get, which we, which we know happened. So he's he's brutally raped by. Like Randall, Jack. because he refuses to um, submit to to him. So then we've kind of talked about that already. So that cuts away from that, doesn't it? Yep. And then cuts to... Well, I can't remember, because I didn't take any notes. <laughs> it's really difficult to take notes on this one. And once I'd watched it, I didn't want to go back and revisit it. So no, and I haven't taken notes on this one. So, But, but it is the, the what goes on in the... In the dungeon, and then it's intercut with with Jamie. And what we find out is that Jamie doesn't really. She's she's got to fix his hand. Oh, she, that's it. So, oh my god! And he refuses. To, he just drinks whiskey. Can he refuses. We just, I know. Can we just like again? It's everybody. Hardcore. Everybody, just hold up a second, because now, yeah, Claire is a, a bloody surgeon. What she does with his hands is basically fix the bones, yes. well, puts everything horrible. back in place, sets the fingers. Like, a, you know, in your hands, this isn't, you know, those bones in your hands are fiddly little buggers. And she manages to do it yeah. all anyway. Like anyway, suspension it's, not, it's not an easy watch, this. So anyway, uh, he doesn't want to take any laudanum. You know I found that bit easier than anything. I know, that's, and that's that was how, the easy bit. I know, that, watching and that him shows, so up his, I know, that says, says something himself, about the rest of the episodes. But, um, he Look, I put my hood back up, I noticed. <laughs> The whole time we've been talking about this, I'm wearing a hooded top and I've just had to put my hood over my head and I've zipped it right up to the top because I, like, I can't even cope with it. But I mean, he refuses to have laudanum because he, he, he just he just wants to be... He's drinking whiskey. He doesn't, he doesn't want to be alive. Jamie he, doesn't want to be alive. He just wants to be dead. He wants to, he wants dead. to kill himself. He wants to kill and himself. And basically, Willie comes. He refuses to eat. He has a, he has a conversation with Myrta and Gallic, which we don't understand. But, but we get that Myrta definitely mentions Claire. Yeah, and he says, Agus Claire and Claire. That's one, one bit of Gallic. Um, well, thank, thanks, Maureen. That's really made that entire conversation <laughs> a bit clearer. I know, but I always get impressed when I, when I can figure out the odd word. And... Um, uh, but obviously, there's a lot of lot of uh, argument going on, and um, he asks Willie to give him his knife because obviously he wants to kill himself. And Willie goes, "What will you be wanting that for?" Well, yeah, and uh, anyway, oh, he doesn't give it to him. Yes, so Claire finds out that she, you know 
Jamie wanted the knife, he wanted to commit suicide. She talks to Murta, Murta goes, look, you know, he's been raped, he's been tortured. You're going to have to go into a dark place to get him out of a dark and place. And Murta goes, in fact, you know, that if he sees Jamie not getting any better or that he feels like he's like a, an animal trapped, he's, he, he might have to kill him. Kill him. And Claire then decides to uh, go into the dark place with Jamie and she goes there. Stop. Yes. Rewind. Yes. What about that bit with the monk where she tells the monk? Oh yeah, that's. Oh, so that's... wait a second. So she's yeah. in the she's in the church and the monk comes in, and uh, she's. Uh... Claire keeps fainting as well. But yeah, yeah, go on. Church. Yeah. So she's in the church and uh, uh, you know thinking, and the, the, the the monk comes in and he's saying, "Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt your prayer." She's like, "Well, I wasn't really praying. I was just thinking about stuff." And he's like, um, "She was. Al I was alone thinking about stuff." And he was like, "Were you alone?" you know obviously because god god that sort of thing anyway he says do you want to confess you know and she's like well i don't know if you'd really get my confession and he's like it doesn't matter i don't have to be the one to get it it's god so she's like okay tells him everything i know and he goes oh right and at the end he goes fascinating <laughs> it's a miracle not like this woman is mental so that's a great thing about being alive in the 18th century is that nobody thinks that anyone's crazy also, for travelling sure, through time. To be fair, I'm not also sure how many Catholic monasteries <coughs> there were in Scotland in those days. But anyway, that moving, that's another thing. But, um, so yeah, she she kind of... Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably not that many probably Catholic not monasteries that many Catholic in Scotland. Catholic monasteries in Scotland. Even in the Highlands. at that time. No, not really. But... Um, but this one survived. This one survived. And... Uh, so basically, Claire then covers him in lavender, which he, which we know was on his body when he left the prison. And he... That freaks Jamie out because it reminds him of Blackjack Randall. And they kind of have this fight, don't like, they? Like, she attacks him, he attacks her, and then he says, I don't want to hurt you. And she's, she's like, well, you... she's belts him. She really slaps him. She goes, you are hurting me because you want to commit suicide and you won't tell me why. And he and she eventually gets it out of him. Um, oh, this bit's horrible. This bit's horrible. Is that what really is screwing his mind is that... Um, he not just he didn't just rape him, but black he black Jack Randall made love to him. Oh uh, but he didn't. He raped him. But it was just a different kind of manipulation. And what basically, I mean, obviously everyone listening to this knows what happened. But for Lucy, who doesn't, will explain. What happens is we flash back to uh Jamie. He's been tortured for hours. He He's, a, he's been out of agony he's, and pain. He's in the brink of physical pain, plus he's been raped. And he's oh, he's almost unconscious. Well, he's kind of semi-unconscious. Semi-conscious. Semi he look. I mean, he's in absolute state, apart from his face, which is completely unblemished. No, yeah. Anyway, so, oh, this bit. Oh. Black Jack Randall then kind of gives him lavender, which obviously to help the pain, and then pretends to be Claire. So he goes, just imagine this is Claire's hands. This is Claire. And Jamie lets his hair down, down, puts his hair in front of um, Jamie's face and says, I'm Claire, tell me I'm Claire. Yeah, and Jamie kind of in this self, kind of semi-conscious state, um, obviously thinks it's Claire and he starts or getting aroused. Or wants, to, wants, wants to, to believe it's Claire. Claire. And so he gets aroused. And um, and then Blackjack Randall penetrates him. him and, while and Jamie has an orgasm. And Jamie orgasms. Oh, And as soon as terrible. he has an orgasm, he then, of course, realises what's what and so you've got that guilt which a lot of rape victims have of like you know i betrayed my partner past, or is it, is it you know am i partly to blame is it what you know and that am i complicit that type of thing yeah and obviously you've got the the, the thing as well of you know with jamie's you know heterosexual men i suppose am i gay well what does this mean about my sexuality blah 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 and obviously he's mortified about this but as he points to claire you know he was it 
you know, after all those hours of pain, it was just a relief. Someone was being kind to, to him. And not to feel pain. Well, I mean, a kind seconds. is the wrong word to use, but gentle. Well, he was feeling, you know, he, was, he wasn't he was feeling pain. He was feeling something else for a change. And uh, Claire, of course, forgives him immediately. But he says, he obviously can't forgive himself. There's and nothing like, to forgive. He was, yeah. There's absolutely nothing. Yeah, but it's not, you, you don't think that logically. And he's like, I can't be a husband to you anymore. Yeah, yeah. I, I refuse to be any less. And um, she's like. How can you love this? It was like, How can got, you love me? And she's like, well, I, you know, I'll take you any way I can. And she's like, if you want to die, fine, but I'm gonna, I'll die with you now, which obviously makes him realise how much she loves him. Mm. And she goes, I'll take you any way I can. And so that's, you know, it's a very moving. Yeah, it's moving, very moving. Very moving. Yeah. And so they... Um, so he realises that, that, that how much she, she loves, loves him. She loves him. And that she's, she obviously forgives him and everything. And so then they there's go. There's nothing to forgive, Maureen. Stop saying yes, that. Yes, but that's what he thinks. You know, I'm talking from his point of view. Oh, right. Okay. Stop sorry. Getting honestly, put your hood back up. Um. So anyway, they they plan to go off to France because obviously they can't stay because they're obviously worried that the English are going to find them. And so they're going off to France. They have like a comedy interlude with Angus and. Oh, Richard. we needed a, We needed that. Yeah. We needed that little bit of reprieve, didn't we, from those two uh, bearded loons? And then so. Um, Jamie, Claire and Myrta are going off on this boat. Um, and Claire, because she obviously realises that Jamie needs something to, to focus his mind, she suggests that they should change the future, which, I mean, that would give you something to focus about. I, I think it certainly would. I mean, you know. And stop the stop the uprising happening and stop collision happening. And then she also lands the bombshell that she's pregnant. Bam, bam, bam! Thankfully, something positive happens in this bloody episode. But, you know, Jamie goes, I'm really happy, and he hugs her. But on his face, you see that he's not as happy as he makes out. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. Yeah, he's kind of smiles, and then as soon as she's not looking, he kind of... Because obviously he's got all the trauma to come. You know, he's just... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got to deal with that. Oh, God. Is that all in series two? Mm. Something for you to look forward to. Oh, for the rape trauma. Great, yeah. great, 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 great. But to be fair, I mean, I, I, you know, it's it's good that they deal with it because you know sometimes in TV episodes something happens to the character, and then, they and then by the end, of, by the by the time the credits go up, it's all sorted, and I you, know. Do you they never the mention it ever again. Remember the eighteen? <laughs> never watched the eighteen. Helicopters used to explode into the side of the wall, like absolutely, and then people would just dust themselves off and come out of these exploded yeah. helicopters. I mean, even when I was a kid, I was like, I think you'd be dead. Anyway, the point is uh, that it's dealt with uh, sensitively. But anyway, that was that. That was the end of episode 16, the end of series one. Well, so what's your thoughts? My thoughts are started with one show, ended with a very different show, Maureen. Yes, it did. It really did. Uh, so there's more to Outlander than meets the eye. Yeah, and I do think um, Jamie, uh, sorry, uh, not Jamie, Sam, Sam Hewen and Tobias Menzies were robbed. They should have won. I think that being a bit, obviously they wouldn't have shown it on the BBC, but if that had been a Channel 4 or mainstream <coughs> TV, they would have won loads of awards because they, they deserved to. That they, that was very good acting. And it horrendous thing to have to go through as an actor. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, oh, God, awful. But um, very, yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, really brilliant acting. And uh, I shall now tune in for season two, which I will be watching in 2017. Yay, 2017. So I have to say, very good series. Enjoyed it. Maureen, I mean, you're... You've been, you'll yeah. probably start watching it from the beginning again on, Quite, on yeah, Christmas Day, won't probably. you? Probably. I do prefer season one to season two, I have to say. Oh, right, do you? that goes well. Thanks a lot, Maureen. <laughs> you might prefer season two. When does season three start? Uh, April. Oh, God. So we've got to get it. So you've got to get this out. Oh, well, that's never going to happen. 
happen. They'll still be banging on about season two when season three starts. No one will be interested. They're like, we're on season three. And, and like, I don't know what happens in season three because I haven't read, I've only read little bits of the book. Oh, because you don't want to know. I don't want to read, the, yeah, because I didn't read, I had the book, but I don't want to read the book until I've read, seen the TV series, because otherwise it spoils it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's real, that's fantastic self-control. I know, I have read little snippets of book three, but I, I don't really know. And also Twitter, people put things on Twitter. Don't put things on Twitter. But, um, so I don't really know what happens. Okay, well I don't, I definitely don't know, and I and I won't be looking or reading books or, or Twittering it. So okay. I'm, I'm, as, I'm as in the dark as you can be about what happens, even in season two I've got no idea. <laughs> Well, season one, sometimes. No, I know what in season one. I've just done a bloody podcast series on it. And if I ever should forget, I'll just listen back to us. I won't. God, the sound of my voice is awful. Okay, guys. Well, that was it for season one. Yes. And we're looking forward to season two, which obviously I've seen about five times. But, you know, hey-ho. I have no idea when I'm going to post this, but in case I post it sort of around Christmas time, Merry Christmas. It seems a bit weird at the end of these episodes to talk about that. I know. Or if it's New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> neither like just pretend i never said that okay bye then okay bye <laughs> <laughs> oh dear